Hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. You're tuning in listening to United to the Moose. This is WWVU FM Morgantown 91.7. This is the Cinematic Odyssey here again for the 24th week. 23rd, 24th, 24th, 24th episode. episode. 24th Woo! episode, one away from 25. Oh man, we're we're almost half well, we're about halfway, a little under halfway to 50. Halfway to halfway to halfway to 100. Yeah, that's right. If you want to think of it a like third, that. a fourth to a hundred, a fourth, one fourth of the way there. Anyways, uh, we're going to be talking about a wonderful film. Indeed. One of the best. No, we're not. Uh, April Fool's. April Fool's. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about a film that makes the room look like a masterpiece. And if you haven't seen The Room, that's considered to be one of the worst movies ever made. This is Neil Breen's Fateful Findings. And oh my goodness. I will never get that hour and 40 minutes back from my life because that was one of the one of the roughest um, movie watching experiences ever. It was so incoherent incohesive it was horrifically acted the writing doesn't really exist neil breen is the creator of of this film he's the director producer writer he acts in it as well it's it's a mess um I uh, I'm at a loss of words. I don't know why. Why did you know, we think this was a good idea? You know, we thought this would be a funny joke to play, and that we say, "Oh, we're gonna watch," you know, a great, uh, great film from a great filmmaker, Ingmar Bergman, <laughs> Fanny and Alexandra, uh, and we're just gonna be like, "Oh, it's fantastic," and we're gonna gush over it. We thought, oh, "No, we're gonna surprise everybody, and we're gonna fool you, and we're gonna watch a bad movie just in case." You know, you thought that we 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 don't do like anything else. The joke's and on us, really. The, yeah, the joke was on us. That turned yeah. into that was unpleasant for so many bad. reasons. You know what? I, oh. I do. May may I start positive? Okay. May I start positive? I do have one positive thing about the um uh film. Okay, my positive piece is the fact that. The makeup and the blood effects were actually pretty good. I was oh, okay with sure. that. I think they were decent yeah. for for how he was filming this production. Like I, I think that is the that is the one thing that I can commend about this this production. Also, too, the camera quality wasn't bad. It wasn't like shot on a camcorder. Shot on like it looked like a legit camera. Or- yeah. Hundred percent. And then somehow, some way, there was a Rolls Royce. Yep. And a Ferrari Testarossa. I was just like, how, how did they afford this? Did they like? Does Neil have money? Did he rent these cars? Like what? I think Neil's got money because the car that he's driving, uh, to the middle of nowhere and like Utah, wherever the heck he is. Uh, wherever that desert scene is, where you Mercedes, the book and then right? the book vanishes. Yeah, that was a Mercedes. Yeah, it was Mercedes. Yeah, I actually looked into what he car. does. He's a That's real estate agent and an architect in real life. And well, he aside from that the on filmmaking. the side. The filmmaking thing is a side side hustle. I appreciate yeah. that. I respect that. So he's actually an architect and real estate. Agent. So it makes sense why he has money. It does. He doesn't have uh, much in the realm of filmmaking talent. This is that way. Man, I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, I think if if we're looking at it like a hobby, that's like that's the. I think the way to look at it because if I was to look at it this like, oh, this is getting a theatrical release, I would say, why, why, how, since when. What what planet have we uh, awoken on? 
because you're right. It's disjointed. The writing is it all the wrong things get it's said. it's like negative. It's anti-cinema. It's anti-cinema. It's like anti-narrative. None of none of the characters are relatable. None of them are likable. Nobody in the film is just nothing about it is captivating. Yet all the negative aspects of the film makes it so captivating. It's so odd. Yeah. I like you just can't look away. It's 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 sort of like a train wreck, but not a train wreck. Because it's no. not it's yeah. not spectacular. It's not a spectacular disaster. It's a very subtle, somber, like this is just bad. Yeah. You're exactly right. Like, there's no reason for any of these characters to exist besides, oh, the plot needs them to. I can't tell you a single thing about any of these characters besides the facts of what I see. It's a very, very (laughs) cold, hard, analytical look at people. This is my neighbor's husband. This is my neighbor's daughter. This is who they are. And... That is it. They don't have any desires. They don't have any wants. They just do things for fun. Yeah. And yeah. and it's not even for the sake of moving the plot along. Like, if you were to take just the stuff that pushes along the plot of the computer hacking secrets storyline, you'd have about a... Uh, you'd have a 20-minute episode of television, I think. There is so much extra stuff that is not necessary. I mean, if if we can argue like this, this story is he's a hacker, but also this doesn't make sense, though. He's a hacker, but he's also an acclaimed novelist (laughs) and he's hacking into every government in the world, um, as well as some of the biggest companies, both in the country and in the world. And he's got their secrets. And we don't know what these secrets are, and we don't know what they're supposed to do. We just know that they're secrets and that they're finally getting exposed and that we're supposed to care, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And so because we're supposed to care about about whatever this is, the message at the end just turns into, you know, you know, we hear the applause reel as we switch to the cameras that don't actually, <laughs> cameras can't applaud. <laughs> but no, but like they really can't mean, apply. It's just such a funny edit. <laughs> no, but then, but then, uh, I guess. I mean, I don't know if this is the thesis of the film, but you know, it's close. Either Neil Breen endorses the death penalty as uh, for regular citizens to do to people that have done them wrong, or he's calling every banker, senator, and um, government official, or massive company employee a coward and weak because they do illegal things and they would rather end their lives than go to prison for what they've done and that's just such a take for somebody who doesn't who spends the hour and a half leading into that but it's so childish is it not that's such a childish take just yeah. to be like, yeah, these people are these people are bad, which I agree. I mean, they're bad, yeah. But like to say, oh, they get caught and then they like commit suicide. But why? Because they can't handle criticism. But why? Like, what? Why? I don't why? know why. Why? Why Humans. did you commit suicide? Humans. Just, ah. Human beings. That's what? why. And you know, part of this. You know, something I was picking up with the the acting bits, like the fundamental bits that I I, I didn't like is that people don't react this, this, this way. No. No. That's not how people react. No. No. So it feels like we're living in a parallel universe where this is sort of, they look like people and they sound like people, but they don't behave like people. There was... There was a comment on YouTube. On where we watch. Thank God we'd have to spend money to watch this because I would have lost my mind. <laughs> but like somebody wrote, 
Neil Breen's movies make perfect sense if you make yourself imagine that they're written and directed by an alien life form attempting to portray what it thinks human behavior is. This alien, the alien has studied human behavior out of a textbook, right? Yeah, but has never personally witnessed it. That's like perfectly encapsulates the way that everybody acts. Yes. Very cold, monotone, drab, just no emotions, just 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 reading words off a page. I would love for this to be part of the NBCU. Um, just uh, for that to be like, you know, like the 10th film is actually the alien life forms who were creating all of these films realize, oh my goodness, our study into humans and behavior has failed. No one is picking up on our messages. Um, and then it's just an alien invasion movie and it's a masterpiece and one of the best movies of the year. And by the way, the acronym NBCU is the Neil Breen Cinematic Universe. Universe. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Dude, the way that this movie starts too is just like, I mean, it's not it's not horrible. I'd say this is the least worst part, or at least worst bit of the entire movie is the beginning. The two kids. Yeah. Neil's character, which for the life of me, I forgot his name. Dylan. Dylan and then um Leah. Leah, okay. Yeah, they're like little kids walking around in this national park just in the near their neighborhood, which is just like a random American suburb. Yeah. And like <laughs> upon a mushroom. The shot of the mushroom with his hands in the frame, just there for like 10 seconds. Just lingers on. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's a mushroom. Okay. And then what the next? disappears. Yeah, the mushroom disappears. There's like a box, and inside the box is a cube, like a dice, like a transparent green block. Yeah. You can hold in your hand. Which apparently transfers magical powers, right? Yeah, something like that. But it's it's never used beyond there's there's no explanation about any of this. They explain all the wrong things. Like, okay, we, we, we've been talking in, in, in some of my classes about, like, uh, forwards and the things you need to explain in a script and things that you don't need to explain. Like, ah, Tristan, my brother, as, as, as we all know, you know, no one speaks like that. No one introduces that. But, like, you can, you can gather what the relationship is between people just from how they speak and how they know each other. Like, I think an absolutely brilliant use of this is in Love Actually. Mm. And I'm just going to mention it again because it's great. Mm. Um, Colin Firth's character, we establish his relationship and, and what his main conflict is throughout the film in about a minute. Okay. It's great. His wife is sick. He leaves to go to a funeral for his friend and he, and he leaves the house. So before going to like a dinner afterwards or a meal afterwards, he comes back to the apartment to pick up some things. He runs into this guy and he, he doesn't seem surprised to see him and he greets him and, and they just have this conversation. Oh, do you think we should have gotten mom a present? I just feel like we've been bad sons this year. Because that says, oh, this is the time of year. This furthers the situation that we're in. But it also, with that information in the sentence, oh, these guys are brothers. And then, of course, it's revealed that, you know, the brother and the wife are having a little flap doodle in the back. But, um, like, that's how you unveil a relationship. That's how you, you know, be efficient with your storytelling. And then, you know, with, 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 um, you know, I'm, I'm forgetting that fateful findings. Dylan's just sitting on the couch. He's going, okay. I've been hacking into government computers, international and national, uh, looking for some, looking for secrets. And I've found all of them. Very efficient. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By the way, we never see we never see any of that happening. No. 
No, we don't. Well, I mean, I think we do. Actually, I think we do. When he types on the laptop. <laughs> yeah, here, no, hang on. Let me, office. let me get the NSA. Tap, 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 tap. <laughs> <laughs> and there's four laptops in his office, and he none of them have this. Work. All of them are this, all the screens are black. Yes. <laughs> and no, you know what? no, here's my favorite part. That's my favorite part is uh, his wife, the, the, the first one. Yeah. Um, she comes in. She comes into the office. She says, I can't do this anymore. I'm leaving. And he goes, No, you can't. And he stands up and he meets her. And they're about to like kiss and, you know, do something romantic. And he's shoving things off the desk. Yeah. But then he grabs the other computer and throws that on the ground. Yeah. He yeah. Grabs papers and throws that <laughs> on the ground. And it's not like it's romantic. He's doing it slowly. That was actually one of my favorite shots of the entire film. Or, or when she comes to the office and they're like both happy and excited about something. I forgot what she said when she walks in. And then um, and then they start like tearing each other's shirts. Yep. This happens in like the yep. middle of the film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As if so, like, <laughs> I was thinking like, did something, did he mess up in the editing or something? Was this supposed to go at the end of the movie? No, you're exactly they're both, right. Because they're both happy as if something resolved, you know, like yeah. there was a conclusion to something. But no, they they rip each other's shirts. He destroys the computers. And I'm like, oh, the movie, is this supposed to be the ending? Yeah. I'm confused. <laughs> and then the movie keeps happening as if that didn't occur. I'm like, what? No, there's continuity errors from scene to scene. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, it's I know. Like- uh, like the introduction of Leah, like I think it's like, oh, she's from the doctor's office. Oh, I really should have read the chart. But why is she showing up at this house, random house, in the first place? Like, there, are, there are little pieces where it's like, you know, oh, I can't imagine why this might have happened. When in the scene before, this person says exactly why this might have happened. Like it's it. I think if you watch the movie, thinking of time as linear, you're doing yourself a disservice. It's also funny too, when he gets hit by the Rolls Royce in the head. <laughs> all the shots are of just people's feet. Yep. There's so many shots of feet in this film. Does this guy have a foot fetish? I was thinking it was a shoulder thing, because the only the only way we we see you know physical intimacy is. Okay, we're gonna take the shirt off of the woman's shoulders, yeah. and then she's gonna unbutton my button up, and that's mm-hmm. gonna come back off of my shoulders. So it's gonna sit sort of like a, stra- a strapless gown. Yeah, yeah. That's that's where I saw this going. Well, the well, the shots of the feet of the you know all the people oh. standing around when he get hits when he gets hit by the car. Hundred percent. And it's just like people. It's just shots of the feet. Yeah. Of them in their shoes, and that's it. I'm like, what is this supposed to mean? What am I supposed to get out of this? Right. What is this? What does this mean? And then that's it. There's nothing, nothing further is explained. Yeah. Extrapolated upon that sh- on those shots. So it's just like, and they don't go back to it. No, no. Like it's not like they're showing everybody's feet. No, it's just that little scene in the beginning. <laughs> like. Then that the the woman in the Rolls Royce, she wasn't driving the car, but she just gets out. We never see who it is. Apparently, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. And then there's that one guy in the suit who like disappears and reappears. Do you remember that? Yes. Happening every so often. Yeah. Just like randomly appear at his house and just walk around and nothing and nothing happens. Yeah. He doesn't do anything. No, he it's just not like appears they're trying to stop him. It's and then like disappears. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what? And we never see who that person is. It's just a, a shot of their feet. That's it. Yeah. And then and then the 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 die the the cube thing that he has in his hand that he got from that treasure when he was a kid. He still has it as an adult. Of course he does. Like he holds on to it. You we see it regularly for like the first half, not even half, like first third of the film. And then n- nowhere is it shown for maybe an hour. And then the last, 
in the last 20 minutes it's shown up again yeah. <laughs> but it ha- has no role it plays no role apparently other than the fact that it's like supernatural or whatever as no, magic he's, act- he's acting like this thing has all the files in it he sets it down on oh like, that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, this has all the files on it it's a cube it's not a USB drive. It's not a hard drive. It's not a computer. It's not a document. It's not a binder. It's not paper. It's a cube. Yeah, it's like a rock. It's a gemstone. Cool looking rock. Now, That's all it is. If let me let me be honest, this man got a press conference in front of a very official looking building, <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, uh, and it said, "I know the truth, the secrets." of everybody and everybody is like yep yep that fits oh he got <laughs> us he got us good and he's just got this little cube and he's just like it's right here now i'll be honest with you if i was walking in the street and there was a guy holding a little cube and he says touch this to see the truth i'm walking the other direction <laughs> i'm turning I'm around it, i'm thinking this guy's crazy what do you do what oh, oh my god like it's not like he's publishing these in papers it's not like you see it in the newspaper it's not like you see it online it's not like anybody's talking about it it's not even like one of those uh big news liners that you can photoshop in yeah like it's just oh yeah it's all on the it's all here and you know the banker's like ah he got us we've been breaking the law for years gun to head <laughs> he's the president of the bank <laughs> the bank the bank <laughs> oh, i am resigning as your senator right now i've been far too corrupt for far too long they all commit suicide Sudden... bro in different ways too in different ways <laughs> that shoots himself no it's like <laughs> I take pills like and then when somebody parks in their garage and turns their car on yeah oh my God. there was like a disclaimer at the beginning of the yes. movie yes. it said this covers uh suicide and self-harm, like other, yeah. yeah self-harm i'm like oh boy what could this be there were <laughs> only 12 12 you counted there were there's the six at the end there's the wife, there's the neighbor. That's eight. That's eight. Eight's good enough. Oh. I mean, and then there's wait the, the neighbor. Uh, what's his name? Jim? Tim? The guy gets, uh, <laughs> no, he doesn't get. He, he doesn't kill himself. His wife kills him. Well, yeah, that's murder, but they frame it as a suicide. No, but they find out later that it, it wasn't a suicide. Well, obviously, there was a witness for crying out loud. Yeah, the daughter. And oh god, that whole sequence made no sense to me. I have a problem with the direction. What, what was she doing? Like they were having an argument about what again? What uh, were they having an argument about? I forgot. Like her and the husband? Yeah. I mean, he just he wanted uh relations, and she did not want relations. And she was like, stop trying to. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. fine, I'm going to go in the garage and work in the car. And now she's upset that he's working on the car. <laughs> it's a Ferrari Testarossa, by the way. Beautiful car. It was beautiful. Yeah, that's one of my favorite Ferrari. I'm not a big fan of Ferrari. But I like three, two at most models of Ferrari. The F40 and the Testarossa up there anyways yeah then she pulls a gun out under the bed and i'm like oh my gosh is she really about to kill this man (laughs) i'll be honest with you i thought she was gonna go over to neil breen's house dylan's house and get him instead because she's a government agent and she's been sent there to spy on him wouldn't that oh you thought that was gonna happen the twist yeah wouldn't you have thought that would have made some semblance of sense no because there was no I don't know. There was I, there was no but indication like, of that. No, but like, his wife makes the call to someone, and we don't know who. <laughs> he's hacking into things, and then she takes pills. And no, I guess that's those. true. No, 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 no. Are you confusing two two different characters? Certainly not. We don't know who she calls. So I was like, 
No, no, Neil Breen's wife calls yeah. somebody. Yes. No, not not the neighbor. I was thinking it, I was thinking she was calling the neighbor and the neighbor was gonna do something about it because the oh, neighbor was a government worker. Oh, oh, I see. I see, I, was like, I see, I see. I was like, oh, this will make sense now. <laughs> wrong. Nope. I was wrong. Yep. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. No, it doesn't make sense. None of this nothing in this movie makes sense. Were you gonna say something about the directing? Were you gonna say yeah. so? I was going to say, it feels like the, it feels like the actors in this scene, in, in a lot of scenes were given one direction, one word or one action to kind of uh, base their entire persona off of. I, I most notably go to the scene right after the neighbor shoots the husband mm. in front of the Ferrari mm. <laughs> and the daughter comes in. She's like, Oh my God, you shot dad. And she keeps trying to run past her and shout dad. She's got like, there is no desperation. There is no anger. And mom's just got her arm out. Like she could easily just duck underneath the arm and get there. So mom's not doing a great job of stopping uh, daughter here in getting to dad. But daughter has been told that she cannot make it to dad. And so she's got to kind of make do with the fact that the arm is stationary. And any normal person would just like, oh, you don't want your arms right here? I'll just duck under you. It'll be fine. Like, and I, 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 I respect some of it. Because I'm sure it's like with angles and space because he, he's not on a set. He's likely in his house or in a house. Yeah, so he's in a house. Only, you can only go back so far. You can only get up close so much. But like, you, 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 gotta, you gotta behave like a person. Like, there's this scene where he's, he's upset and he's like, he calls off the deal with his publisher. And he's just like, ah, no, I'm not doing another book. And then he picks up a book and he throws it, but he doesn't throw it with fury because he has he's got to keep his entire body in the shot. So he's just like he he has his bent arm and he picks it up and he just goes Meh, and like, <laughs> arms it across the desk and it doesn't do anything. Like if he's upset, if he's upset, it's not conveying that. It, it's say it this is conveying mild annoyance. This is saying, man, I don't like the book. Oh my God. But if he, Because, and I, I, I get it. Like, I get the reason to get the choice. You want to keep all of that in the shot because you can't bring the camera back so far because of where it is. Yeah. Because of location. Yeah. But like, <laughs> then find another way. Just have him slam the desk with his <laughs> hands. Have him snap the computer. He's got funny. more. You know, funny enough, he is the director himself, Neil Breen. I, I'll be honest with you. In that shot, I thought, is he just recording himself doing these? Probably. Oh, some, I, I watched bet, it. You bet he is. I bet I, you. No, Tristan. No. I watched the credits, too. He had a different guy doing the camera work. No way. Really? There was a different camera person, oh. cameraman, John Master Giacomo. That was his name? Yes, that is his name. Oh, what the... that's an interesting what? name. Very Italian. But like, ah, oh. ah, oh. more than one word, please. And the fact is, you're you're absolutely right. They don't say anything. They no. say the same thing four times, and that's the scene. Like, like, can can you please take me through the scene in front of the Ferrari? <laughs> in your own words. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, the, the guy gets shot by his wife. He dies, presumably instantly. <laughs> yes. She calls, she calls um, Neil's wife, tells her, oh my gosh, Jim committed suicide or whatever. And she's like yelling, like the one of the very few moments of 
emotion, human emotion in this yeah. movie. Uh, and then they show up to the house. He goes in the garage. He picks him up and he says, oh, no, you have committed suicide. Why have you committed suicide? Uh, I can't help you anymore. You've committed suicide. You know what? That's actually a verbatim <laughs> line reading. That is how it is pronounced. That is how it is <laughs> delivered. And that is how it looks. <laughs> I died. I was dying. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. It was so funny. Oh, my goodness. No, they could have prepared me to watch that. Nothing. That was, I was yeah. <laughs> hilarious. I, I oh, think. Oh, my God. I think I think I physically cringed. <laughs> I, I I don't think it helped. Like I uh, you know ah uh, oh my gosh. But but even the but that's verbatim true. He reuses the phrase committed suicide three times. Yeah. He change it up no he doesn't he doesn't, no, doesn't. He doesn't even move off of that thought he's like he's it's not even like oh what's your wife gonna do now or uh they're there or he doesn't move to comfort he just stays in the shock phase which is natural but it's just like he's thinking out loud and repeating the same sentence over and over and over again which is not a person that's a zombie movie i just i just can't imagine like is this guy a sociopath like the i mean who unless you're a sociopath if you feel human emotion you know human emotion that's not typically how one would react to seeing a dead body especially somebody you know like what? I just I can't wrap my mind around the fact that that's a reaction to that yeah. event occurring. No, you're right. Like I just I can't fathom yeah, how he when he thought of this scene when he acted the scene and he watched it back cuz I know he watched it back. Hopefully. He was like, oh, yeah, this is perfect. This looks good. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? I just, I can't. I no. can't. I, uh, think, uh, I think there were two lines. Two lines in the hour and 40 minute film. That made me think, oh, actually, it, I like it. I was taken aback because I was like, oh, this is an engaged dedicated line spoken with purpose and intent <laughs> what are the two I, lines I was, and i was so ready for like a scene a real scene to actually develop in front of my eyes and then what are the, the other person spoke <laughs> <laughs> and my expectations went back down <laughs> what were the lines what were the lines do you remember them both of them were spoken by women but not uh by the same character i think leah had one Okay. And I want to say, I want to say it was the the first wife too, mm-hmm. um, or maybe it was the daughter, or maybe it was the neighbor. I don't know, but it was a it was they were both women. Okay, and they, they it was one line. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was I didn't know what to do with myself. I was like, wait, is this where it gets good? No, it's good. Oh, sad. You know, it's funny. We'd even mention like Neil Breen's character's wife has a is a drug. She's like a drug addiction to his pills. It's like medication, and he knows about it. He knows about it. Yep. But she like asks him to get more pills. Like what? Yeah. If he knows about it, why would you ask him to get more pills? No, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. And that 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 sequence is one of those. It's one of those continuity errors. He he asked for for his stuff. She brings him to him. He's like, "No, I'm not gonna take these anymore." 
and he oh goes, yeah she she throw, he, he throws him in the toilet her. she watches him do this he dumps them in the toilet, toilet? Does it and then it, he walks the away he doesn't fly he yeah. flush it. <laughs> never never in my life never in my life have i put something into a toilet <laughs> and left it <laughs> unless i was camping like anything coming out of me gets flushed. A fish gets flushed. Uh, matches uh, get flushed. Like and then she goes in and picks them back up with her yes. hands. She yes, she grabs. Them. And then later on, he asks for his pills again. Then, like the next scene, he asks for the pills again. Knowing full well that in the previous scene, he just put them down the toilet. Is he, is he like changes his mind? He's like, actually, no. Oh, no. Grab <laughs> <laughs> him? Or is it happened before? I forget. But she grabs him the pills, right? But yep. she puts some in her pocket. I think this happens before, doesn't it? <laughs> With the toilet scene. Yeah. She grabs them pills. <laughs> she gives it to him. And he's like, you know what? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the heck? These characters are not developed. And the parts that are developed are the facts, not the emotions, not the feelings, not anything that's like. Oh, my gosh. My chest not- hurts. I, I, you know, so many people die in this movie, and I can't empathize with any of them because they don't, they are not people. I'm in the least sociopathic way possible. These people aren't people. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I think we're breaking Tristan. I think, I think uh, we're going to wear him down. Talking, talking about this movie is funnier than watching it. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I I I actually, you know, I there were points I had to stop. I had to pause it. And I was like, okay, what's actually happening? Because again, you've got two different movies in here, neither of which are <laughs> satisfactory. The paranormal, supernatural, superpowers, connecting lost love. <laughs> Bro, he, he thought he watched David Lynch's filmography. He's like, all right, let me try that. <laughs> oh, my God. He'll, re- he'll rewatch Mahala Drive and <laughs> Twin Peaks and was like, let me try this out real quick. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. No, but but then the other half is like a gripping political thrilling drama. That's where all the uh, gunfight, gunshots come in, and you know all the all the death and and murder and deception, and they don't work together. Like it's not like the supernatural is helping helping Dylan to break these secrets out to the world. It's not like the supernatural is giving him powers. It's just like another him. What if that book? What if I read a golden book on the on the stand? You remember that thing in the beginning of the film, the very first shot. Yeah. Is it in that storage area? Yep. I'm like, dude, is this guy trying to be David Lynch right now? I'm, and then the shots of him in that like black room, he's naked. Yeah. And he's just sitting there with the back, his back facing the camera. Yeah. And then uh, whoever sh- was it, Leia shows yeah. up later. Yeah. Like, is this guy trying to be David Lynch right now? Because if he is, he's failing horribly because. <laughs> He's making even less sense than David. Have you thought about that? We're not smart enough to get it. Oh my! No. Have you thought about that <laughs> possibility? Have you thought about that possibility that we're not actually smart enough to get it? I guess. Hey, I, if that's the case, then wow. Then Neil Brain is a genius, and we are all just living in his world right now. Yeah. But but like the the book on the stand. What does that mean? That made no sense. It had nothing to do with anything. I can tell you one thing about that book. That book is the size of four books. That thing is huge. That thing is not an effective book. I was like, bro, what? 
yeah, I was literally, I, I said it to myself 20 times. Well, I was watching it with Mackenzie, but yeah, I, I just was like, is this guy trying to be David Lynch right now? Like, what is he doing? <laughs> I just, I couldn't, I couldn't take it. And then, um, yeah, and so his wife ODs on drugs, on the pills. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know how she, she like, drops the glass of water? Yes. Which is in a wine glass, too, by the way. It's pretty funny. Yeah, that is pretty funny. Uh, and then the next shot we see her on the bed, she's dead. And then, oh, no, she's not dead. She's alive. Oh, okay, okay, because I'm watching it back right now. Okay, so Leia and and Dylan are at that tree when they were kids, yep. where they got the the rock or whatever, and they're like kissing, making out, whatever. And As then you- it's it's cut back and forth between Dylan, Dylan's wife taking the pills to OD, or to you know commit suicide or whatever. And she drops the wine glass, and then it cuts back. So she's dead at this point. It cuts back to Dylan and Leia. And then it comes back to her. She's alive again. Talk. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 rough. It's it's rough. Um, I did find a a review, a four and a half star review, um, which I I do believe it to be satire. No, definitely. I mean, anybody. No, there's no way that there's somebody out here that actually unironically thinks this is good. No, but I, I, I think that this this person, I think, like, they, they concisely sum up what we've been talking about. Um, let's see. Uh, the worlds Neil Breen creates are cold, flat, and full of bizarre one-dimensional characters. This one was especially <laughs> blank and full of negative space. <laughs> you know, plot... Plot resummary. He owns four laptops, which he's constantly throwing around and spilling full cups of coffee on. He gets hit by a car and awakens some kind of sixth sense where he can walk through walls and astral project into a room covered in garbage bags. He likes to. Yep. Oh, yes. I did notice this when it happened. He has a plate. He's eating salad. He likes to eat dry, uncooked spinach. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and doesn't bother cleaning it up when it spills all over his papers. He loves creating and playing. Oh my gosh. Jesus-like New Age characters who are spiritually linked with women half of his age while overturning an ambiguously evil New World Order. Oh, yeah. What's up with that, too? So, Leia, they they're age- like... Poorly. Why is why is why is Dylan like thirty times older than Leia? I think it's just he aged poorly. That's the excuse <laughs> we're gonna give. Like all the women in this film are so young; they're like in their twenties, maybe early thirties. Yep. And like he's, I don't even know. He looks like he's yeah, in his fifties. Yeah. And then there's like one that one sequence of the the neighbor's daughter who shows up to his house to swim in their pool. Yeah, and she like takes her top off. Yeah, three, three and like tries to seduce him, and then he's like, "No, no, what's her, whatever her name is, yeah. you can't do this." <laughs> three women end up topless in this film, and yeah. in all, you know, I I really am interested to hear about the intimacy uh work on this. Like, I I know that's been a big topic in Hollywood now with with a lot of um you know, sex scenes and making things comfortable and making things, you know, um, within the boundaries of the actors while still capturing the feel that might be needed for the screen. Yeah. Like, I'll be honest with you. I don't think that Neil Breen has done any of these, you know, training. I don't think he's ever met an intimacy coordinator. I don't think he's ever worked with one. There's a, a scene maybe 10 minutes into the movie, 15 minutes into the movie. He's home from the hospital after getting hit by a car and being in a coma and you're dead because he bent down in front of a Rolls Royce and you just can't do that anymore. <laughs> but like he he's in his shower and his wife comes into the shower with him and he's definitely naked. Yeah. Oh, yes. He's definitely. A thousand naked. percent. And, and the, the, the only 
Um, oh, he's still the coverage is her. <laughs> what? He still has that cloth over his head. Yeah. And the breathing apparatus when he was in the hospital was over that. So he couldn't even breathe. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's. Yeah, mm. she was covered. Yeah, she was covered in the shower. She's yeah. wearing her like nightgown or whatever that was. But like her her placement, know. her placement in this scene was solely to block him. Block his nudity. Yeah, yeah. Which which is just really, really uncomfortable. Family friendly, baby. Gotta keep it family friendly. No, it's not. <laughs> Three women are topless. <laughs> so much murder. But you never you never see you never see like their nipples. So no, I know, but what is this rating? That's partial. That's partial nudity. It's not like full on nudity, technically. Oh, is this is this because it's PG thirteen? Because we only see his butt and not anybody else's. Yeah, I guess I don't know, but like I don't make the rules. So it's I like make the rules. Yeah, but it's grown ups. You know what scene? You know what scene really made me uncomfortable? Which one? The uh, when they. Leia and Dylan were making out on the forest and his freaking shirt was down and it was just showing his like nip nipple. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that, that, made me so, that made me so uncomfortable. I just like, why? Put just bring your shirt up, please. Please. I don't want to see that right now. It's it, <laughs> it's disgusting. It was weird. It and was that, disgusting. The then the obligatory thing. No, this is his motif. The we we okay, we're up here. We have brought the shirt off of the shoulders. So now we're seeing the shoulders and the top of the chest area of the woman. And we're now seeing the shoulders and the top of the chest of Dylan. And then we cut down to their feet and we see the shirts just fall. Yeah. And the worst part is the last one that this in instance in with this, which this happens, which is again, a lack of oversight into what people actually do. Unless they're exhibitionists, they're in a public park. <laughs> there is a pond 10 feet to their <laughs> right. There are people walking all over the place. And they're like, yes, this about is that. our spot. I didn't even think about that. No, it's it's context. It's like, oh, oh. My no, it looks... It looks super secluded. They're up against a tree. Oh, we're in nature. No, the scene before, they were right next to a pond. <laughs> it looks like it's the reflecting pool. That's right. That's right. My God. Ah. Oh. oh, my goodness. Oh, you know what's also funny, too? Go right ahead. When that dude in the hoodie... Is that like their house or whatever? <laughs> that's another that's another part of the oh, you only have one direction. <laughs> because she just like pushes past him at first. Yeah. So clumsy. <laughs> and like the master shot, the master shot is of the wall. Like the wall to the like I the spacing. I don't know. I when I saw that, I was like, what if what am I supposed what am I looking at? Okay, I know I'm looking at a wall, but what's to the right? It's it's obscured by the trees and the leaves, and I can't see anything to the left. So at this point, it's just a wall and an outlet on the wall. Yes, yes. And I'm like, what is what is what am I supposed to be looking at? No, you're what exactly right. I it's didn't know she, where the heck it was. And she pulls up to the house. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it's a driveway, I guess. And then she starts walking. So I'm like, oh, it's a walkway to the front door. And then she gets kidnapped by that guy. Yeah. But I was just like, what is this? Like, dude, what? <laughs> yeah, it's. It, <sighs> oh, my gosh. And then he, and then he's and his character shows up to the house. And he sees her purse on the ground. Yes. I'm like, dude, that guy who kidnapped her. Terrible at his job terrible he also dropped the card that says where he was taking her. <laughs> yeah yeah terrible terrible at his job but like <laughs> can i can i can i just tristan yeah go ahead go ahead so i'm just gonna walk you through a little uh step by step okay so let's say that something horrible is about to happen to you all right let's say that you're 
wife or your fiance, or let no, let's let's say let's say that Mackenzie's walking home. And and she has she has dropped her purse out front of the house that you both share. Yeah. And and she's nowhere to be found. So you're call you so you see her purse there. And what is the first thing you do? I freak out. I'm like, what happened? What's going on? What? I call, okay. I probably, I don't know. I would definitely not call her because, well, I'd look would, for her phone. I would, would look. Probably, I was like, okay, is her phone here? You'd probably call there. the police, right? Yeah, I'd call 911. Yes, easily. Yeah. I mean, that's the first it, thing. So wait, what you're telling me is you wouldn't crouch down calm and serene on the phone with 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 the person who is uh, whose purse is lying in this in the uh, across the walkway and say hey your purse is out here uh where are you are you inside and also you wouldn't you know i would put money on the fact that her phone was probably in that purse in that purse yeah i would on her i was so waiting for him to call her again and just hear the ringtone in the purse <laughs> I was did ready. Pick up? No. Who did he call? Who did he call? Who did he call? I forgot. Didn't he call the neighbor? Yeah. Or maybe he called he, the neighbor, right? Maybe he called himself. He left a message on his machine or something. Oh, I have no idea. I forget. But like, whatever, whatever, whatever choice that was, wrong choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gee whiz. My wife has been abducted. Huh. Let me call huh. Yeah. <laughs> Gee whiz. My 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 wife's um oh my goodness soon about the walkway. Huh. Very odd. Let me look, let me I take a look. Dinner. Maybe it's more spinach. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> oh it's so disjointed from reality. <laughs> so bad. That's the way so like, you know, and I'm going to make a controversial take here, okay? Mm, yeah, yeah. From a person who acts, I'm glad I watched this. <laughs> I'm glad I watched this. It's now you know what not to do. <laughs> I understand more clearly what not to do. Like, I, we're, you know, we're talking about, okay, you've got to experience things. You've got to put yourself in the life of the character. You've got to have a, a reason for doing what you want to do. You've got to, uh, you know, you, you set out every line is spoken with a reason. Like, when we talk as people, we have a reason for whatever we say. Oh, we're curious to find out more about this person. Oh, we're making sure that they're safe. Oh, we want to uh, be friendly. Oh, we're trying to flirt. Oh, we're trying to, you know, degrade them not talk at their their not talk into their face and say nothing but the same sentence repeated back and forth back and forth back and forth so like i i i am glad that i watched this because this is like the manual on how not to do that oh my goodness it's brilliant absolutely brilliant brilliant work from neil breen so we're doing another well, one next week, right? Uh, yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> no big way. Tw- big twenty-five. Oh my gosh, I can't. I just. Oh my gosh, everything. <laughs> I just laugh when I think about this freaking movie. How many laptops does this guy have? Four. Two. He destroyed. He destroys like five of them. Yeah. It seems like, I don't know. Two he breaks. One he spills coffee on. Throws another one, probably. For all the old Sony laptops. <laughs> Screens are perpetually black. Yep. <laughs> With nothing on it. No, it's it, that's in that's incognito mode. <laughs> yeah, so, so the you, you gotta keep it the quiet. Government, yeah, the government and the corporations can't see what he's hacking into. <laughs> All those secrets. All those secrets. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! All right, and I, I just gotta. I get. I mean, he he at least establishes that he's got a master's in computer science. 
That's one of the things they spend a line on, as opposed to as opposed to just showing a picture of degree. Just no, says it. He has just, to say it. Oh yeah, that's right. He was narrating too. There was bits of narration. Yeah. Did you? I forgot about that. He narrated himself. Yep. <laughs> himself. That was the last time I ever saw her. Sees her again in the movie. <laughs> Oh, but he never narrates after that, doesn't he? No, he doesn't. <laughs> he just narrates for the first 10, 15, 20 minutes of the movie. That's it. Yep. And then nothing ever again. Like he speaks to himself. Oh my gosh. He soliloquizes himself. <laughs> soliloquizes. That's not even a word. <laughs> he, solilo- he, he delivers a soliloquy for no other reason Besides exposition. Oh my goodness. This is this freaking movie, dude. I want to see him show a house. I want to see what he's like as a person. That's what I was thinking. Immediately <laughs> after this, I was like, I, I really want to speak to this guy and see how he actually acts in real life. Pick his brain, how he thinks. How does he see the world? Because for somebody to create something like this, like, look, I don't think anybody can do what he just did here. Yeah. To be honest, I don't think anyone it requires it's it's a small group of people. I mean, they're not talented in any way. Maybe <laughs> they're negative talent. <laughs> it's unreplicable. Anti-talent. Neil Breed has anti-talent in his veins. Damn. No, uh when when the <laughs> It's like, oh my gosh, it, this this requires a special kind of person to make something like this. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I buy that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'll be honest. I I did I I was with you. I did think that the um the graphics, like from the clips that you had shown me of his stuff before, I I thought the graphics were actually pretty good. They were fine. I mean, yeah, there's the obvious, oh, just we'll fade him out of the picture and then fade him back into the picture. And then there was that mirror effect that was kind of cool. Um, oh, yeah. yeah he yeah. walks away, but he's still in the mirror. Yeah. Like, I mean, that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But, and I'm like, okay, oh, you know what? It, it's vi- visually, it's fine. And then we go to the press, uh, to the press conference scene, which <laughs> apparently is held outside with a lot of people there. And, you know, Tristan... Again, one more question for you. Can you name any novelists that would need a would, would have a press conference that big? Any of them. International, national. I think one would definitely uh, JK Rowling, I guess. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. The answer is no one. No one. <laughs> we're not seeing we're not seeing John Green or James Patterson or um I don't know. Well Harper Harper Lee's since passed, but we're not gonna see like Harper Lee get up and do one. Um you know, we're not seeing like uh Zora Neil Hurston, who's probably also since passed, Alice Walker, Zadie Smith. We're not seeing any of them get up and do a big old press conference. And oh, it's actually not about my new book. I have hacked into the government. Oh, the government system. All the governments. <laughs> I have all the secrets. And there's just the uh, studio applause. Studio <laughs> applause. And people Yay. are happy about it because apparently he's been uh, prescribed by God to do so. And they all apparently know about it. And they're like, yep, we're not going to even, we're not even going to think about it because we're just so happy that uh, (laughs) Dylan has come up with uh, and exposed the corruption. And none of the people that got exposed fight back in any way to be like, no, this guy's spewing wise. They just like accept the fact that, oh yeah, he got us. All right, time to end our lives. It's an, it's an unrefutable fact that anything stored in that little cube is 100% truth. Oh my gosh. You know, oh, also too, it even mentioned this character. You know that old lady, that therapist he sees? Yeah. Like she gives him advice or whatever. You know who she reminds me of? Who? 
the the giant man in Twin Peaks. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Because she like disappears towards the end. She like just disappears. Yeah. No, she. The two therapists are, I I believe them to be husband and wife because they have the same last name, mm. and they're about the same age. Yeah. But can we talk about? I just want to mention this really quickly. Just another poor, uh, odd, poor design choice. Uh, the male therapist. Mm. His office is a boardroom. <laughs> yeah. They're not in an office. They're he, they're sitting on opposite ends of a conference table. <laughs> That's what I mean. He watched Mulholland Drive. I was like, ooh, I could do that. <laughs> Jesus. You oh, know, my goodness. Please, I, I actually oh. encourage you to watch, what is this called? Fateful Findings? <laughs> it's free on YouTube. Yeah, I encourage oh, you to watch free. this just so you can understand where we're coming from and what you can. <laughs> this is this just, is so bad. Like this is this is this the kind is... of movie that you have to watch. <laughs> like just... this is a, like does Pulp Fiction, does Shawshank Redemption make a must-watch list? Yeah. Should this one? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Because like. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen The Room. Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Okay, well, I'm sure you know the reputation surrounding that movie. How it's like one of the worst movies ever made, whatever. This, this makes The Room look like a cinematic achievement. (laughs) That's how bad this is. This makes The Room look like freaking, (laughs) like Stanley Kubrick film, bro. I'm kind of thrilled that I, I I don't have anything to compare it to because I think uh, I oh I, my I have a gosh for number one at the bottom of the at the bottom at the end of the year <laughs> yes but, easily the worst film that I've seen in my life but, this is easily the worst thing I've seen in my life nothing comes close nothing comes <laughs> close <laughs> it was a time it was a great time baby well, ge- no. baby geniuses. Baby Geniuses, directed by Bob Clark. <laughs> it's no relation. better than this. No relation. Yeah, no, no relation. <laughs> it's better than this. Oh, my goodness, bro. This is so bad. This was so bad. I just, oh, my gosh. The joke's on us. We fooled ourselves. April Fool's, everybody. <laughs> so gracious. I promise yeah. next week we'll actually have a um real a real movie a real episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad we got. No, this is a real episode. This counts. Yeah. All right. All right. Whatever you say. <laughs> episode twenty three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> no, episode twenty four. Fateful <laughs> Findings, directed by Neil Breen. A better movie, hopefully <laughs> next week. Hopefully. Movie. Yeah, I don't think that will be very hard to do. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> dude, I'm th- trying to think of like an actual movie that I find like just bad, like Twilight or whatever. You know, that's just yeah. like the general, like the very general answer. Oh, Twilight's bad. You know. Bro, I'd rather watch Twilight. Actually, yeah, yes. I'd rather watch Twilight over this. We'll watch all of them. Dude, oh my gosh. I could, it was hard to watch. I was looking at the time. Like how much time is left in the movie? A lot. I was looking. I was just looking. I was just looking. Can this end? Please, can this end? I hate to say it. I did it too. Although, although I will say the, the ending... Was worth the wait. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. The ending was hilarious. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah, one of the one of the government officials hung himself. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Just <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Dude, I was just dying, bro. I was laughing so much. I mean, I mean, you weren't the one dying. Let's be real. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't, but I was laughing so much at the end. Oh my goodness. 
Oh my gosh, dude! This was this was our April Fool's joke on us, and I'm I'm <laughs> glad I got to experience this with with you, Tristan. Thank you. Wow, sorry. Excuse me. Thank you. Thank you for signing me up for this. Oh my gosh! Wow, dude. I I don't know how this guy got any traction on the internet. I don't know who the first person was that discovered this guy, but bravo. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. Bravo, dude. <laughs> I think that's where I think that's where we gotta hang it. Like bravo. <laughs> Good work, Neil Breen. Neil Breen. Do more. <laughs> yeah. He has a YouTube channel that you know. I think he's making a new movie. We have to watch that. As it releases. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. I anyway. can't. I can't take this anymore. This is too funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's gracious. This is hilarious. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, what do we, what do we watch next week? Ah, something. We'll figure oh, it out. Oh, my gosh. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right, man. That was, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> This was Fateful Findings. Fateful Findings. You'll breed. Uh, yeah, the Cinematic Odyssey. We'll figure out what we're watching next week. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do it, dude. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the Cinematic Odyssey here on United to the Goose. That was Neil Breen's Fateful Findings. Not forever. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.